Welcome to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make a healthy move for a life that you love. Hey there, and welcome back to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, and thanks so much for tuning in. I really do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you do, I would be so appreciative if you could just spend a couple of minutes of your time just jotting down a few notes on what you love most about the podcast and posting it up as a review on your favorite podcast app and hit that five star button as it really does allow me to help more people with their healthy move too. And if you're keen for me to cover a particular question about your health, fitness, or mental well-being, please just drop me a note via Instagram anytime. You can reach me over on my Instagram handle, which is at a healthy move. Now today I'm chatting about how we can maximize our workouts with effective exercise technique. And I know for a lot of us, we are pretty time poor these days, and we really want to make the time that we do have towards working out completely worth it. So let me help you out with a few little tips around how you can really get the most of the workout time that you do have. So the first area that I want to tackle is focusing on taking your time. Now you may be thinking, oh, I don't have time to exercise, die, let alone taking my time during the little time that I do have. Isn't it just better for me to fit in as much as I can in the time that I have available to work out? Well, not necessarily. Rushing the exercise with super quick motions ends up being really ineffective and counterproductive. I mean, you've most likely seen someone at the gym or maybe in a movie or a social media clip where perhaps they just quickly lift a weight repeatedly up and down super fast and they make it look like a breeze and they're looking all super cool and lifting the weight like it's in thin air. You know that person, right? Maybe it's even you. Now, this is just plain ineffective. Firstly, you need to allow time for your muscles to be put under tension with quality repetitions in order to reap the benefit of an exercise. And this is just as true for body weight exercise as it is for weighted exercises too. Say for example, with a squat where you are just bopping up and down super quick, but not paying attention to your form, like going low enough to gain enough depth or a squeeze at the top of an exercise. Or perhaps you're racing through burpees and your form is just all over the place, leaving yourself open to injury as well as poor technique. So I would encourage you to allow enough time for the muscles to both lengthen through the full range of motion of the exercise and then contract under tension or pressure in order to make the exercise more effective. Now, secondly, this extends on from the previous point is to ensure that you choose an appropriate weight, something that challenges you and will become increasingly difficult by the time you reach, say, your 10th or 12th repetition. 
And if you don't have the choice of a heavier weight to challenge you, or if your exercise is perhaps a body weight based exercise, you can always add more repetitions to a point where you are feeling like it's tougher or to failure within reason, of course, or opt for a more challenging version of the exercise to ensure you are being challenged. And if the weight or the exercise is not challenging enough, you won't necessarily see the results that you are perhaps looking for. And also on the other end of the spectrum, if it's too heavy, you are going to struggle and leave yourself open to injury as well. Which leads me on to my next point, and that is to always perform your exercise in a safe way that will prevent injury. So completing your exercises with the right technique will help keep you safe. And if you're using a weight, ensure that it is not too heavy. Challenging is obviously fine, but too heavy is unsafe. Then also check your form as you complete the exercise. For example, if you are completing a squat, ensure you're sitting back far enough into the squat, your chest up nice and tall, your heels are firmly on the ground and ensure your knees are pushed out and not creeping over those toes and push through those heels as you rise to stand with your eyes on the horizon. And then finally, if you're not sure on how to perform your exercise with the right technique, like the way I just described to do a squat, please seek guidance. If you're unsure of the right technique, always seek professional advice from a qualified personal trainer or a physical therapist like your physio. It may look easy to copy moves you've seen someone else try or in a YouTube video clip. Just always ensure that you know the right way of completing the exercise as it can save you from injury and ensure you maximize an effective workout too. And this is even more important when you're lifting any kind of weight, which can put your body under immense pressure if lifted in the incorrect way. Also, don't forget to allow your muscles some recovery time too. They need rest time before you put them under pressure once again. Avoid staying completely sedentary after a good workout as it can really leave you feeling worse off. I'm sure most of you have experienced at some time sore legs or butts after a really good lower body workout, for example, where you struggle to even get up and get down to the toilet or you've lifted something heavy with your arms and your arms are feeling like really dead weights. So to help you minimize that level of muscle soreness, I'm a firm believer in effective recovery to maximize the results of your workout too. So active recovery walks at a low impact steady state, which can be commonly referred to as a LIS workout, will help assist you with blood flow and muscle recovery. And a good foam roll for muscle recovery can also do absolute wonders to help stimulate blood flow and assist in the reduction of delayed onset muscle soreness as well. Again, if you're unsure of how to foam roll or use perhaps um, pressure point um, balls and tools like that, always seek guidance and help from a qualified exercise professional who can show you how to use a foam roller and the ways you can use one to complement your workouts and release any particularly sore spots or points. Now, there's absolutely no doubt that effective exercise technique leads to not only safety and injury protection, but also better long-term results for you and your body overall. Okay, that's it for today's show. I hope you found these simple tips useful for you, putting your next workout in check. 
And perhaps you would like to let me know what you found most useful by sharing a screenshot to Instagram and tagging me at a healthy move. Or you can also write me a review on your favorite podcast app and hit that five-star rating button too. All right, thanks so much for joining me and I'll catch you again real soon. Thanks so much for joining me and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace a healthy move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at a healthy move. And I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon.